And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome here to another edition of On Deck on CSR with me, Charles Bridge Ritchie. And uh, coming up uh, sh shortly, uh, right now, we are going to uh, get into some NBA uh, fast break here in just a moment. And uh, speaking of which, as far as like the playoffs, we got the hear my latest reaction as I will be going solo. As my co-host, uh, Reese Ruler, he will not be uh, joined today. Uh, but for right now, we're going to get forward momentarily with the hiring of Steve Nash as Brooklyn Nets' new head coach. Was this a missed opportunity to hire another African-American coach? Uh, say the likes of Tyron Lue, maybe a Mark Jackson, etc. Or even like a Fitzdale, formerly the Knicks. You'll find out my thoughts. Also, the first two segments, I'm going to go into the NBA East and Western Conference playoffs. Right now, Miami Heat seems to be uh, steamrolling throughout these playoffs right now as they have only lost one game throughout the start of the NBA playoffs, losing the very opener to the Indiana Pacers. Miami Heat seem to be uh, sending a big-time message as they are the number five seed in this uh, tournament, in this bubble environment, really doing well and, take, and taking the commanding Three games of none lead on, on, on the Milwaukee Bucks. Excuse me. So they actually did not lose the game. Excuse me. So my correction there. Plus, we'll swing things over to the West in the second segment. As we'll be looking at right now. Aside from that, you also got LeBron James and the LA Lakers down one game of none against the Houston Rockets. Will they be able to be get away with what they did last time when they went two games of none versus the Trailblazers in the first round? Here are my thoughts on that. Then we'll have the Clippers. Are they for real this time around, L.A.? Will they be able to make will Kawhi Leonard be able to make his proclamation come true, be the new kings of L.A. as well as the new kings of the West? Here are my thoughts on that. Again, if you guys want to feel free, if you want to join in on today's show, if you guys do wish to call in, the number to be reached is 312-209-2232. Again, that is 312-209-2232. You can also follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Project Richie, at OnDeckCSR. For my partner in crime, Reese the Ruler, who's usually here on these uh, Saturdays, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, beginning with Twitter and IG, at ISCR3 with another boat. That's W-I-N-U-T-I-B-O-L-T. And then you can, also, you can also check him out on Facebook at Kimosabi. Big balling is my hobby. He's usually out here with me uh, during those times. Because we got much more to get into uh, for this time on this day. Hope everyone's having a beautiful Labor Day weekend as we get ready to get into a lot more coming up over here. And like I said, uh, Steve Nash right now seems to be a little bit of a cover zone with guys like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving uh, coming out. I mean, you remember uh, Mark Jackson uh, recently about... Five years ago, he was released controversially with the Golden State Warriors before switching things over to Steve Kerr. 
Now, Stephen A. Smith, he was making the point on uh, his show on First Take, uh, basically saying how much it hurts when you see, usually like a lot of black coaches these days, where it's like they versus another coach. His point was that they'll have to usually be building teams. I mean, to like uh, kind of get like legitimate, sustained success. While other coaches who don't have that luxury, I mean, once they do get like a team built, they usually get uh, sabotaged and let go by that time. Case in point with Mark Jackson, then uh, having Steve Kerr come in there. And I think there was an issue of some sort of religious, religious issue at that point in time. But I feel like uh, Steve Nash, who's uh, been there serving uh, behind the scenes as a consultant, I mean, has a great rapport and relationship with Kevin Durant. And the thing is, I mean, the thing is, they want to have a good relationship on and off the court. I mean, it almost kind of reminds me of a similar sense with the Chicago Bulls in that in that sense. And when we look at it there, uh, it, it's uh, really interesting to see how, how they're going to be able to do things over here. Remember, this is a franchise who came here in 2013-2014 season. And you have a situation right now who Kevin Durant, who left the Warriors just like how he left the Thunder. And coming in here and trying to create a whole new environment. Him and Kyrie seem to be uh, clicking together the last two, three years basically at this point. And seem to have a good relationship. As you know, Kevin Durant, who never really likes acting so much as a leadership role... But just does his uh, talking on the court with his actions. I mean, that, that's one thing that has been consistent about Durant. And still, I mean, when you try and find that pressure too, I wonder how much having a guy like Steve Nash is also trying to send the message. Let's just do it with our own team. And let's also try and make sure that, you know, I can prove once and for all I could win a championship not by joining an all-star team. Kind of like doing what he did with LeBron James. But the only problem I will still have with that is that he's never did it for OKC. I mean, because you, you also got our track coming up right now. And I'll get to this in just a moment. But with a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo right now, he may be on the verge of leaving the Milwaukee Bucks. Because of the unstable ability right now with coming up in heartbreaking close moments. Trying to be the guy. And, and you know what? The sad thing is too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the superstar ratings for the last decade has, been, has done nothing but favors for the NBA. As far as ratings. I mean, obviously it was an unpopular decision when it first happened, when we seen the decision with LeBron James uh, having to move on from the Cavaliers. But still, I mean, you see how much dividends this really proves off right now. My only thing is, I don't want to see another situation happen with Giannis Antetokounmpo. If he happens to lose to South Beach in the heat, 
Will he ponder about going somewhere maybe to like the Warriors or maybe the Miami Heat? I mean, Giannis has been around for a long time, basically, in this league. I mean, right now, he's a former uh, MVP. I mean, he's the current MVP, the reigning MVP, I should say. I mean, he is in his sixth season. Overall, four-time All-Star. Like I said, league MVP from last year. Four-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA. I mean, averaging 29.5 points per game. But I think one of the biggest uh, things that will forever be uh, held against him is how they let that game slip away last night against the Heat. I was listening to Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio yesterday, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago pretty much on nationally it's been real at that point and how he was uh, pointing out to the fact that you just could not blow a 14 point lead that they had late in the fourth quarter I mean which is uh, very disheartening here I mean for that team a team who was down two games none at that point in time and you see right now in that game, I mean, what ended up uh, happening? I mean, with, with that game. I mean, you had Giannis, who actually finished the night with 21 points. Brooke Lopez, 22. Chris Milton, 18 points. And the scary thing about Giannis Antetokounmpo was plus minus was minus 13 during that game. I mean, that that's the sickening part about this. And now, I mean, what, what we're going to worry about is, is he going to bail on this team? I mean, is he going to go ahead and make the decision to leave? Is he no longer happy with the Bucks? Again, feel free to let me know your thoughts. I can be followed on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Pride Richie. And then at Ondex CSR for my partner in crime. Uh, Reese, who is usually with me, which he is not today, he can be followed on Twitter and Instagram at ICR3 with another boat. And then you can also follow him on Facebook at Kimo Sabi. Basically, uh, for this time. Uh, let's see what happens here, because I really think this will be a big stay in the NBA if he does this. I mean, especially when you also have what happened in, happened in Kenosha. I mean, with the shooting of Jacob Blake. I mean, why are you going to feel like you can't you can't do this anymore? I mean, this just be real sickening here. If you see a guy like him walk. A real good athlete. And it'll just be sickening to see this happening here. My, my question is with uh, Mark. I mean, what, what you got with the Milwaukee Bucks here. Here, when we look at it, and you got Mike Bullenholzer. Mike Bullenholzer, who, by the way, a year ago had two games done lead on the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals, lost four straight, and now for the second straight year, you're about ready. To, you already lost not two but three in a row to open up the series in the second round in the Eastern Conference Semifinals. 
I mean, that is a true embarrassment, if you ask me. But, I mean, let's find out how this continues to shape up here. Anyway, I gotta, just, I gotta tell you, the Miami Heat right now, they are for real. Having not lost a game in the playoffs. I mean, this team right now, I mean, Jimmy Butler, uh, former Chicago Bull right here, who's played a long time. I mean, soon wanted to become a journeyman. I mean, bounce from teams like the Timberwolves to the Sixers, now the Miami Heat. I mean, especially with Pat Riley, the attitude that he has. But still, I mean, they have won seven straight to open up this series when you look at it. I mean, just doing everything that they can to really send a message. I mean, plus 70 in the point differential department. The only other team that could probably really come close is probably the Boston Celtics right now. I mean, you got a guy like Brad Stevens who is going into his seventh year, not finishing the deal yet. I mean, they, I mean, right now, point the pressure on the defending champions, the Toronto Raptors, to really try and get something figured out. But I, I will say this. I mean, the Celtics is probably like the only other team that is playing smoking hot right now. I mean, you're doing this without Kyrie Irving, Kyrie mind you. Without Avery Bradley. I mean, you got the Boston Celtics who are really uh, doing fantastic here. And uh, just really just doing a phenomenal job here at the end of the day. Celtics are at plus 67. So not that far off from the Heat. But only losing one game. On the game-winning buzzer beater three by the Raptors. So, I mean, how much difference does this uh, prove right now? With, I mean, the Heat. Are they the team to beat in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Well, only, only time will tell. We're just getting started here on On Deck on CSR. We're going. I'm going solo today. Just me, Charles Prajerichi. Listen to On Deck on CSR. And welcome back to On Deck on CSR. Of course, me, Charles Prajerichi. As we are just uh, getting started, sizzling hot right now. Uh, just going solo. I will be without Reese Ruler today, as uh, he is taking some time off right now, uh, spending with his family. Uh, as a matter of fact, right now, just uh, got word from him. And uh, happy birthday shout-out to his daughter right now uh, going on. So hope they're having a beautiful uh, family uh, gathering right now. And we'll, we'll keep everything in, in perspective right now. But just want to wish her a blessed and golden one. And if you're watching out there, hope she has a beautiful one uh, and a beautiful day and weekend with everybody. Hope you're having fun, good, clean fun with the fam right now and being safe. And have a memorable birthday. Many more shout-outs to you as we uh, continue to keep up this edition here of On Deck on CSR. Of course, me, Charles Prodigy Ritchie, uh, for the moment here as we look at it. And basically, right now, uh, earlier, I was just uh, recapping uh, in case anyone's tuning in. We're taking a look right now at the Miami uh, Heat and the Boston Celtics right now. And we got the Miami Heat, who's starting off sizzling hot right now, having not lose a game 
so far to start off these playoffs uh, for the time being. I mean, they're definitely uh, making their headways right now with everything that has been happening. And we'll see how this continues to go. I mean, this is right now a team that seems to be hell-bent on the mission right now. You got a guy like Jimmy Butler, who for a lot of years hasn't been seen as a leader and uh, trying to like lead his own team. You're barely starting to see that come to fruition little by little. What he's able to do with his guys here. And, and I feel like at this point right now, I mean, you got a guy like Pat Riley, a guy who's always been like uh, hard work. Even going back to his days, I mean, with Bill Sharman, uh, who he played with as a player for the Los Angeles Lakers when he won his very first championship as a player. Well, that coached the team and have a lot of good long-term success as a coach in this league, as everyone is aware. I mean, Riley is always a grinder, basically. When you look at the history of this team, who's uh, really done a lot and really, I mean, does everything to get these guys like a uh, hustle and dedication and uh, and furthermore. And now speaking of his former alma mater with uh, the LA uh, Lakers, uh, speaking of which, they did go on to do a complete gentleman sweep against the Portland Trailblazers, which concluded last Saturday. Now they're in here with the big dogs, the Houston Rockets, a lot of people have been wondering about. And we've been talking about this all season, uh, basically throughout the media. One of the biggest teams that could be a threat to either the Lakers or the Clippers in the West. And you finally got a guy like Russell Westbrook, who at this point, who has always been scratching at the service ever since uh, Kevin Durant has moved on from him. Uh, he has been a player who has not tasted any further success in the playoffs up until he got in the Western Conference Finals, which they choked away a three games one series lead against the Golden State Warriors, which was over four years ago. And when we look at it from uh, that perspective right now uh, on that, I mean, you start to wonder, I mean, what's the deal here with the Lakers? Is this finally breakthrough for a guy like Russell Westbrook? Just like James Harden, who's last been in the NBA Finals when they were with Kevin Durant since 2012. Neither of them has got back to the Finals. I mean, you make the trade for Russell Westbrook by uh, sending Chris Paul over to the Thunder. Had a phenomenal year. I don't know if everyone's got a chance to see the press conference there following that heartbreaking Game 7 defeat. But I got to tell you right there, that was definitely a war right there in that one. I mean, CP3, I mean, he's definitely the real deal. But still, I mean, you start to see why he's uh, come to this team, what he's been able to do, and so forth. And I feel like right now, with the Lakers, I mean, they are in some uh, trouble for right now. I mean, one of the biggest things, too, I mean, when we look at this Lakers team, I mean, who has definitely good size. I mean, you got LeBron James. You got Anthony Davis. You got Dwight Howard, surprisingly, back on this team for the first time in seven years. Absolutely has a lot more of a comfort level with LeBron James. But the biggest thing ever since going to this bubble, you have you guys on here 
who's not available like Razor Rondo, Avery Bradley. And one of the biggest things they continue to struggle with is showing the three-point percentage shots, I feel. But, I mean, still, I mean, this is a team right now who is capable. I mean, when you look at everything from not having the Golden State Warriors available this year because of what happened last year with Kevin Durant and the NBA Files, his injury, him uh, deciding to leave for HC, go over to the Nets, and then you had the Warriors who was without Steph Curry, Draymond Green, especially Klay Thompson, so... Their season was pretty much considered a wash. But still, I mean, you look at the Los Angeles Lakers, especially continuing into this playoff series right now, shooting about 29% from three-point land, 11 for 38. While you have the Houston Rockets, on the other hand, in this uh, contest, 14 to 39, 36%. But I think the biggest difference is right now, I mean, they're giving the Lakers a little bit more of a taste their own mess is with their defense. I mean, you held them to under 100 po points with 97. And when the Lakers lost their uh, very first game of the playoff series, it was this tournament, it was against the Blazers. Guess how many points they scored in there? 93 points. Was a consistent theme. Going way too much to the three-point land right there and missing and missing badly. And that, that's where I feel right now, where you got to look at it for this uh, time being. I mean, this is a, a team right now who you realize you got a short window right now. I mean, I mean, despite being here so sudden, not getting a guy like Kawhi Lair to join uh, last summer, he instead goes to the Clippers. He chooses them. I mean, he feels like he could do... A lot more here. And we'll see what happens. I just feel that LeBron James, he's going to be 36 coming up shortly in October. And we have no idea. Then you also, too, got like his son, uh, Bronny. See what happens over there. But I don't know. I feel like right now this team here has still got the best team at here. They're going to go for a big uh, showdown matchup uh, tomorrow. And I want to say that game is going to be on TNT, if I'm not mistaken. That will be taking place on September 6th at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Lakers are still the home team in this series, in this bubble. But I got to tell you, if you go down two games to none versus this Rockets uh, series, it's gonna, it, it, could, it could definitely get ugly in a heartbeat. But they have to play a lot more better. And a lot of people have been wondering about who's going to be like that third man, I mean, for this Lakers team. Because I, I really do believe, I mean, the Lakers, I mean, ever since this uh, point, when you look at their whole overall year, what they've been able to do, I mean, when we look at it, I mean, I mean, Cantavius Caldwell Pope not doing that bad. I mean, shy 
about 39% during the season. Averaging eight points per game. I think the one guy who I'm a little disappointed with is Danny Green. I mean, to be honest, yeah. And when we look at it right now here, the guy who is like actually leading the team in threes point percentages is uh, Quinn Cooks. I mean, shooting 500. I mean, he's only taking one for two, but still, you have LeBron James with 15 for 35, shooting 43%. Anthony Davis, 8 for 20 with uh, 40%. And then with the return of Ray John Rondo, 2 for 5. Other than that, I mean, you got Caldwell Pope right there shooting 38%. Danny Green, 33 And then Alex Caruso, I mean, who's one who tends to be a little bit struggling. I mean, your playoff points per game is, is obviously Anthony Davis, then LeBron James, and Kuzma. And, and Caldwell Pope. But I, I got to tell you for right now, this team, I mean, the guy who I want to see get a little bit more is Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard hasn't been on this team in a long time. He's finally back with this team somehow. But uh, again, I just feel right now the Lakers, if they're going to make any more bigger noise, it has to be done right now. They cannot go down two games to none. And so let the countdown begin because the pressure is going to really be on and it be a matter of time before they start fading away. Again, if you guys want to catch the live stream of the show today, it is 312-209-2232. Again, that is 312-209-2232. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Prodigy at OnDexCSR. And let's take a look at some other uh, playoff matchups, too. I mean, you also got the L.A. Clippers right now. Kawhi Leonard, who's been a savant as of late. Obviously, he's definitely benefited from his time with the Spurs, playing alongside with uh, Tim Duncan for his first three seasons. But, I mean, ever since then, I mean, he's definitely become a force. Five-time All-Defensive player. I mean, as well as a two-time NBA champion uh, back in 2014, defeating LeBron James in the Miami Heat. And then, of course, last year, defeating the Golden State Warriors. I mean, bring uh, Toronto their first-ever championship and Canada's first-ever NBA championship. And you look at what he's been doing, I mean, this year. I mean, Kawhi Leonard... Averages a career high, 27.1 points per game. I mean, his three-point percentage is fourth highest all-time as he has made for right now. I mean, overall in his uh, career, just awesome. I mean, in this Clippers team right now, I mean, you also got another familiar guy with a guy like Doc Rivers who's had championship experience himself with the Boston Celtics once upon a time ago. Once upon a time, that was 12 years ago. And trying to really uh, be a, v a very big supporter, leader for this team. 
I said it last week. I really believe that Doc Rivers is the NBA is what Mike Tomlin is to the NFL. I mean, both are representatives of today's generation. As far as like quality leaders on and off the court, especially when you're uh, trying to go through times like uh, during racial and social injustice, all the things that we see throughout. And that's why I really got to believe right now the Clippers, who got a one-game-to-none lead on the Denver Nuggets. And speaking of the Nuggets, real quick, I want to ask you, anyone, which Game 7 stood out more to you in this playoffs? Would you say the Denver Nuggets versus Utah Jazz right there? Or the Houston Rockets and Oklahoma State Thunder? I would definitely have to go with the Rockets and the Thunder, considering the... Fact too, they have Russell Westbrook, who nearly uh, choked away that series for the Rockets. I mean James Harden, who I mean two years ago, him and his Rockets team, like had it. They were on the verge of going to the finals until Chris Paul uh, gets hurt, CP3. And I mean, they had like a three games or two. Series lead right there in that series. In that in that game. I mean, he, he scored a career high 41 points with eight three-pointers. Excuse me. I mean, this is a guy right here who uh who inj- who injures ham scream. His hamstring late in the series against the Warriors, who they had on the ropes, then lost two straight. And I think where his mind is at right now. Uh, fast forward a year later with uh, CP3. Lose in the second round to the Golden State Warriors. And then you get traded over to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And in that deal, mind you, that the Thunder, they receive first-round picks for 2024 and 2026, and 2021 and 2025 second-round pick swaps to the Thunder in exchange for Russell Westbrook. And CP3, I mean, at the end of the day, say what you will about this guy. He kept his team fighting and in it. In all ways imaginable. But at the end of the day, come up short to your former running mates in the Rockets here. And that that's the script that they wrote. Well, unfortunately, that's the way the ball bounces, I guess. But anyway, we're going to take a quick uh, short commercial break here. We're going to be uh, swinging over to the NFL as Matt Nagy has announced his starter to start off the Bears season. Plus, we're going to get some NFL surprising cuts and releases throughout this Labor Day weekend, as it is 53-man roster weekend update time. I'm Charles Proudge Richard. You're watching and listening to On Deck on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 